Good day and welcome to the Life Work Podcast. I'm your host, George Kundayo Margaret Duren. And in today's episode, we will be discussing the topic of family. To discuss this topic, I have with me Michael, Gennett, Sam, Caroline. Hi, good evening. This is Michael here. You're welcome. I'm looking forward to this podcast and I know that I will enjoy it and everyone here is going to enjoy it also and especially you our listeners. Hello, welcome to Life Rock podcast meeting. Welcome to Life Rock channel. Welcome to Life Rock. So we're going to continue a discussion that we started off um, in our last episode on the subject of communication and why it is necessary in building a family. Michael, what is communication and why is it necessary in building a family? Well, communication is a vehicle. It's a thing that can be seen, but it's, it's I classify it as a vehicle that transports your reality, your mindset, your view, your world into another person's and transports that person into your own reality, your own world, your own view, and your own mindset. So communication is that vehicle that does that. Because for each person, we have our own world that we're in, our own mindset, our own way of thinking, our own way of doing things. And communication is what transports each of us involved in that communication into our own reality. Why is it important? It's one of the most important things because the, the Bible says something that can two walk together except they agree. So for two people to be able to actually merge their world together and be able to function effectively. Communication, that velcro must be used effectively or else um, you find, you know, people are going the opposite direction. And then before long, you have confusion. You have so many things that are happening. If you look at the world today, one of the, the things, principles that is being widely used in the media today is the vehicle of communication. We find that the media has taken advantage, and that's that's what they thrive on anyway. Because the media, um, a great percentage of the media, or all of the media, is based on that vehicle called communication. So they are able to bring people into their world, their view, and of course, as we know in the modern world, people's minds are being sort of even programmed to think in a particular way, to believe particular things because they've been able to use that vehicle of communication to bring people into their world. In a short form, communication is just exchanging information by using a different way, like speaking, writing, uh, or uh, body language. It could be in a a different way, but you're expressing your feeling and thoughts. And when it comes to the importance of communication to the family is it is extremely important because it enables enables the family to express their needs, their wants, and the thoughts, what they have in their mind. It will help them to communicate 
each other and help them to, for example, solve if there is any problem, solve the problem, or if there is anything to do with planning for the family, it will help them to share their ideas and to come into you know, a final decision. Communication is really a way of communicating ideas or ideologies. In a government, we see that very vividly. In religion, we see that very vividly as well. So uh, communication is really, really important. Anywhere we look at history, future, present, it's what is really woven in the fabric of our society. So I think with regards to family specifically, what we're talking about today, it's important because you can communicate feelings and visions. You can communicate plans for the future. You can communicate idea and and a sort of generational vision or legacy. So I think communication in, in, in family is really important because you have different dimensions that has to do with effective communicating, effective communicating with how a parent feels towards their children, effective communicating with regards to how a husband um, feels towards his wife and vice versa. So we start to see different layers of communication and how they're really interwoven into a family. So I think it's really necessary uh, when it comes to a family as well. So in terms of what communication is, obviously similar to what everyone's kind of said, you know, it's, it's transferring ideas from person to person, transferring values, transferring information. That's communication. And in relation to how necessary it is or why it's necessary in building a family, in order to relate as a family, you need communication. And there are so many different types of communication as well. So not every person in a family will communicate the same way. Obviously we all communicate by talking, but it's not necessarily the most effective way of communication for everybody. So it's important to kind of know how to communicate with your family members why it's important to communicate that particular way with each family member. And that's what kind of helps you to connect and grow together. That understanding of how everybody kind of communicates and receives communication. That's how bonds are formed. And, you know, that's really important in a family unit. You're supposed to have a strong bond, a good connection, be able to relate to each other through thick and thin, through good times hard times, whatever, just to be able to work together. So communication is, is very key and the way we communicate is key also. Yes, indeed, communication, we cannot avoid it. I think as human beings, communication is one of the most important thing in, the, in our development. Even in, in the animal kingdom, in the animal world, animals do communicate. They may not be able to speak as we speak, but they do communicate. If you've, by any chance, has anyone among us had a pet at all or do have a pet? I had two dogs. Okay, two dogs. Mm -hmm. Wow. So share with me. How does it <laughs> allow me? <laughs> but they also communicate by touch as well. Uh, uh, dogs are very tactile and they don't always make noise, but sometimes they will come and put their paw on you or they'll just come and cuddle up with you. So. Yeah, I think they also have more than one way to communicate with us humans. That's right. Yeah. And a different way communicate with... Exactly. They communicate with themselves in, a, in completely different ways. Mm. 
So anything else to add to that? Pastor Michael, were you going to add something? Yeah, I was going to say that I I've had, I've, I had a dog and um, I had a cat, but it, it didn't last long with me, but I had a dog and dogs are amazing creatures. Like what Caroline said, they by barking, but I think that's just one aspect that we actually see in their communication. They communicate by body language also, you know, uh, not just touch. Like an example, if a dog is happy, it wags its tail. There's certain motions that you can tell, you, you know, when a dog is upset, it's angry. Uh, even without barking, there are certain postures that it takes. And I, I trained my dog very well. So it learned to shake, just like you would shake my hand. It learned to wave, you know, just like you would wave as a person. It learned so many things. So it, 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 it was capable of learning other forms of communication also. So yeah, animals communicate, even plants communicate. You know, we found out that from science that plants do communicate also. Even, even the very elements of the hair communicate also. I mean, we know that at a certain time when you have the moon, communicates even to the waves that we have on the earth. So communication is in everything, really. Non-living things communicate also. We've got magnets communicate. Even right now, as we, what the system we're using, it's it, apart from the fact that it's transmitting our communication, they are communicating with each other for us to actually be able to use this medium for this podcast. So communication is in both living and in quotes, non-living things. Even the very clothes we wear, they communicate, they communicate color. You know, as we all know, we know that everything, most things have the same color, but what we see, we see blue is because of the kind of communication from that material. And that's why we can see blue, you know, but um, that's a form of communication also. But when it comes to human humans, our level of development is determined to a very large extent, the communi quality communication that we have. We have to know that skills are passed intergenerationally. Knowledge is passed intergenerationally. And it is communication that is the means whereby this skills, knowledge, ideas are passed on from one generation to the next. For example, if you go back, back, back to the first human beings, let's not be too scientific anyway, but the first human beings that learned to work, the first human being that started running, building crafts, boats, bicycles. Now we have air, airplanes, spacecraft, and the like. It's only possible because they have been intergenerational communication. So when it comes to building family, I believe also there are certain ideas, skills that have been passed on from one generation to the next that makes the building of family much easier. From your experience, let's start with Gannett. From your experience, what are those things? What are those essential things that should be communicated in terms of helping build a family? Okay, I'll take two examples in a family, communication between couples and communication between children. Um, if I start the communication is as a couple, 
it, it provides a source of comfort and sub support in times of need. And it helps the couples to understand each other. And it builds a bond when, you know, as they communicate and uh, understand each other, it will create a good atmosphere around the family. But you start from the couple. If the couple has got, you know, good communication and understanding, it will go down to the children as well. When it comes to parents, to children, uh, it's very important uh, to have a good communication because the only way parents help their children to educate or give guidance or give direction is through a means of communication. Therefore, it has got a very profound, profound measure to help, to help the children to go on the right way. And it helps as well to lay uh, a good foundation into their children's life. Thank you. Anyone wants to add to what um, Ginnett has just said? Yeah, she's, she's very, very correct because you find that you have different people in the society today and the, the adults, the children are a reflection of the communication system in their homes. So if you have somebody who is brought up in a home where there is respectful communication, there is affectionate communication, that means affection is being communicated, respect is being communicated, um, values of life, valuing lives is being communicated, build, um, building societies is being communicated. You find out that when the child goes out, that is the reflection. That is what the child, or when the child becomes an adult, that's, those are the, the things that the child will carry in life. But if you go to a home where it's the complete opposite, you find that except the child receives communication somewhere else, you find that that's how the child also will grow up to become. So communication also helps to build a, a person in a family, it helps to build the children's mindsets and way of life now communication is very um, important as we've highlighted because it's a vehicle for for transferring what for defining what love means and what the opposite means also for giving directions establishing what is valuable and what is not and what is required for success in life communication is that vehicle. Now, we've established that there are different forms of communication. When it comes to building a family, what is the best form of communication? Let's start with Caroline. Interesting question. I think it depends on each individual in the family. And I say that because it would be easy to just say the, the best form of communication is talking. Not everybody receives communication well via having conversation. For example, if somebody is stressed, sometimes trying to talk the person out of that state of mind won't be the most effective way at that time. A hug may be more effective at that time. A gift may be more effective at that time. So I think it's just knowing, it's like, it's just the context of the communication. What is the communication for? That kind of determines which form of communication is most needed at that time. And I say that because I personally, I'm not somebody who 
I'm not necessarily a word person. I'm more of an action person. So I receive love by action as opposed to someone saying, I love you. I prefer to see an action, a cuddle, a gift, something, something physical, something that I can, you know, something a bit more tangible than just words. I feel like words are, words are common. So that's my kind of mindset towards that. So I think it just, it would depend on the person and the context around which that communication is is needed but I think all forms of communication have their place and none of them is more important than the other but that's just my opinion I, I just feel like all of them actually play a role even though talking is the most obvious one I feel like the other forms of communication the other forms of non-verbal communication are just as important in any kind of relationship. I would ask a closing question in terms of your personal experience what would you say is your preferred mode of communication? Action. I think I've grown to understand that words can be words can be misused. They can be used to create. Sometimes um, people use words to almost make it look like they have done something or achieved something, but haven't quite done anything. I feel like words on their own are not as effective so for me I like communication through non-verbal that's my preference that's how I receive it I think it's more of a sacrifice to do something to show someone what you're what you mean what you're saying than to just say it with your mouth so I always yeah I always prefer actions okay Gannett what is your preferred mode of communication my preferred what what of communication will be discussion in the family Okay. Discussion in the family, as you know, as a whole family, sitting down, and uh, have a time together, and you know, a, a time of talking, because in the family, you know, different family member, they will have their own mind talks, unless they bring it to the family, and discuss about it, they're not going to uh, get you know a clear understanding of you know where they're going or what they're doing or what they want to do but in the discussion it will help you know the parent to understand this is an example to understand about the feeling of their their children's you know what they want how they feel what they taught at that point of time and from the experience any person they want to be heard they want to be inclusive, you know, in, in the family. And the way of in, including, you know, different member of the family is bringing everyone and discuss about, you know, any issue, then find a solution that will help the whole family. Therefore, I believe in coming together and uh, discuss things, you know, once in a while, the whole family needs to come, sit down and, you know, bring all their feeling and thoughts and find a solution so that you know everyone knows you know what you know, what's happening in in the member of the families yeah so i actually would prefer what exactly what Gannett has said because i as far back as i can remember we've always had discussion so a sit down discussion is a time when we come together you know to sort of discuss 
you know, midterm, long-term visions for, for us collectively as a family and individual to kind of see how things are going, where people are at. So I, I've always found that really effective. It's always kept me personally grounded. It's kept my younger ones grounded. We're five siblings in the family and two parents. So there's seven of us. There's quite a lot to sort of still go through in, in those meetings. But when we go through them, we actually go through them. And sometimes they can be really emotional. Sometimes they can be very revealing. But yeah, it's really for the better. And, and I like it even better when we follow those discussions up with actions. Well, three things that I think very effective in communication, personally and for as a family. One, true discussion, true, you know, words. Two, true action, also very important. But there's one that we've not actually mentioned, which is very, very important also, true written communication. I found that when we started this series of communication, one of the things I did was I got a board and on that board, especially when the children were on holiday, I'd write on the board the goals for the day, you know, the targets for, you know, for a set period of time. And I found that when I was just talking and talking and talking, things were not really being done. But when I started writing it on the board and then, you know, each person would tick out what, you know, the goals maybe they even had for themselves, because as they're coming down the stairs, you see the bodies over there. It's a white, a white, you know, white board. And they'd write it and tick it. Things were actually happening, you know. So written communication, verbal communication, and communication by action. I think those three are very important in a family setting or in any form of relationship to make it, especially in this fast, you know, moving world that we're in today. Because you may not always have the time to sit down and talk like you should. But written communication is also very, very effective. Thank you very much. I want to say a very special thank you once again to Michael, Gennett, Sam and Caroline for helping us understand this subject of the importance of communication in building a family. Next week, we're going to continue on the same subject, but we are going to look at communication and the challenges of misunderstanding, because in every form of communication, there are errors. And how do we solve that? Mm -hmm.